0: Bill, we're back at it again. We're in, we're in the studio, on the internet, we're doing the thing. We're here. What a beautiful it's, day it is.
1: It is beautiful. Any day we can do this podcast together is a beautiful day. Oh, you're goddamn
0: right. And goddamn it, see if I don't pull up on Papa John's later for absolutely starving our niece in the most ridiculous fashion. Our dear brother Kenneth ordered pizza at 6pm and still has yet not you know received the pizza <laughs> uh, per a text that he sent me at 7 something 14 p.m. it's actually 706 to be exact that's outrageous this is just terrible news uh papa john's just jump off a bridge no one likes you okay it's just, Domin- i mean
1: i'm not a papa john's fan to be honest
0: domino's gang i straight straight up
1: it's Emos or Dive, but I oh.
0: Wanna... oh god, <laughs> Dude, Emos is the best pizza ever, hands down. I can't debate this. I can't debate this at all, Donnie. Let's get that, get the intro music. We got a show to do, but this is good. This is good content. <laughs> Welcome back to A Little Bit of Nerd, your recreation destination for all things nerdy. I'm your host as usual, Jalen Holston, and with me today is a man that has become known as Baba Yaga in the realm of Valorant. Mr. Bilky, how are you doing today, sir? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that was a good one, dude. I choose not to read the like the little intro that you do where you give me a, a name or a phrase. So that was a good one. That one caught uh, me off guard. I respect
0: it. It gets a real reaction. It's visceral.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm good, though. I'm doing well. How are you?
0: Oh, I'm here, baby. We're doing the thing. You know, finally Excellent. got some stuff to talk about. It's been a bit slow during COVID for this, this podcast stuff. It's hard to be a news show when there's not a lot of news, you know? Yeah,
1: like, what the hell are we supposed to do?
0: <laughs> what are we, we going to do, become a variety podcast? <laughs> Come Get, on! Get fuck out of here. We Who should, is this guy? This guy. Jesus. But on today's show, Anthony Mackie, you're being a little silly, in my opinion. And the Michael Keaton, yes, the Birdman himself is back as Batman, and much more. So, vamos! Let's get on the the road here. Let's do it. Let's do the thing. Alright. But before we get to those exciting headlines, Scarlett Johansson... Mm. My god. What a woman. Uh, she is handing over the role of Black Widow, uh, to her co-star Florence Pugh, uh... To be more detailed about it, in a recent promotional interview, director of the upcoming Black Widow film starring Scarlett Johansson had this to say about the notion of mantalizing the Black Widow character with the film's co-star, Florence Pugh. Uh, Kevin Feige realized that the audience would expect an origin story, so, of course, we went in the opposite direction. Uh, This is from Kate Shortland, the director. Uh, And we didn't know how great Florence Pugh would be. Uh, We knew she would be great, but didn't know how great. Scarlet was so gracious, like, oh, I'm handing her the baton, so it's going to propel another female storyline. Are we good with this? Are we good with just mantelizing Black Widow, Bill? I mean... I mean, yeah. <sighs> Ugh. Yeah. I'm not. It hurts.
1: It, even if it hurts, I think it's still the right thing to do. <sighs>
0: it is. I just don't if want to
1: have... You know, if she's finished doing it, that's cool. Lo- you know, Hugh Jackman's done being Logan. <sighs> don't mind me. Robert Downey's done being Iron Man. Like
0: over my dear God. Uh, <laughs> dear God. We're losing so many.
1: What's his face is done being Captain America? Like it it all good oh. things must come to an end. I guess. So if yeah, if it's gonna continue the universe, sure. Bring in this what was it? Pew? Florence Pew? pew? Yeah, bring her on in. Le pew. Pepe le pew. Pepe le pew. <laughs> yeah, it's fine, like who cares? Uh, what if she kills it? What if she's awesome?
0: I mean, I'm sure she will. I'm just you know, it's but Scarlet is Black Widow. You know what I mean? Like she's just so, you know, we have like you like you mentioned, it's like the it's like Hugh Jackman Wolverine. Tony Stark is Robert Downey Jr. Chris Evans is Captain America. you know, and those those core essential Avengers characters, I think, it's it's really hard to adjust to that being now a mantle, you know, um even though we totally should. but. I don't know it's uh, it's something it's something
1: it is something but you know at the end of the day it's gonna be okay I mean it's I, not the end of the world
0: it feels like well I mean I mean it's not like she's not hot or anything but still it's just Scarlett Joe she's Scarlett Jo's Jo yeah I know Goddammit. she's
1: undefeated so what's gonna happen so I
0: guess is she out of this newest movie no, she's it, the newest movie is supposed to be a uh, a look back at you know Black Widow back where she came from and all this kind of stuff and it deals with her family in Russia um, and her like weird upbringing with the the Black Widow kind of like agency thing, um, but I guess they're gonna kind of shoehorn it into where if they want the Black Widow character in these new movies that are coming, it'll be played by Florence Pugh from what this is describing. So it makes sense, and I think there was some a little bit of backlash that I read about. People felt like Natasha deserved a better send-off and blah, 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 blah.
1: Um, I mean, blah, 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 blah. Let them complain. I know.
0: I And also, Scarlet Joe like, defended that and been like, um, actually, I played the character and I know the character and she probably wouldn't even want at a funeral. That's just not who Natasha was, you know? Uh, I
1: can agree with that. I'm glad she said something. Thank
0: God. I wasn't the only one watching, right? Like, everyone has eyes. <laughs> <But they're, laughs> they work, correct? They, they do work. They take in information and Process it into your brain, forming your thoughts and opinions. It's wonderful. It is wonderful.
1: <laughs> Good. I'm glad she stood up for herself.
0: I am too. God damn it. She's Scarlet Joe.
1: Yeah, dude. She's better than Anne Hathaway's Catwoman.
0: Oof. Hot take. My God. Anyway.
1: Yeah, just drop a bomb right there, <laughs> real
0: quick. Good God. Just out of nowhere. Holy hell goodness anyway moving out of the uh the marvel realm into the dc realm uh batfleck is back question mark um so this this overall before i read the actual source i got this from this is about the most scarce and unreliable rumor that could have ever occurred but you know internet they went crazy um (laughs) it came from this really tiny little comic book blog kind of like us uh Culture, the culture nerd. Uh, ben Affleck will reportedly be back as Batman, not only for the Justice League stuff from uh, Zack Snyder, in case they want to reshoot some scenes or anything like that. But apparently, the Batman, that movie that he was supposed to make, is is going to happen. So that way they can keep a Batman in this like DC connected universe that they're they're trying to have. Um, are they on crack? This is terrible. Are they on crack? Like what? What? How does this make like Robert Pattinson is literally probably months away from wrapping or start, or not wrapping, but I mean, they're going to have that movie coming out. And then you're also going to do another Batman movie with Ben Affleck. That doesn't make any sense, chief.
1: Yeah, this is terrible. I'm, are they doing this because of a con, like a conflict of interest within the DC realm? Like, you know, at the big desk,
0: I, I think they're trying to use the Zack Snyder's cut as I, pre- or the Snyder cut, as I predicted to kind of reboot or relaunch the, the DCEU. Uh, which is fine, but like, wait a little bit. Like, let the Robert Pattinson thing kind of get done. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, like. Imagine if, um, let's say the Nolan trilogy was coming out at the same time as Batman vs Superman. Like, how how crazy confusing would that be to the average audience member?
1: Yeah, they uh, that would get so much backlash <laughs> that it just wouldn't hold up well.
0: Like, like I'll get it. I'll be fine with. Give me all the Batmans. Listen, I love the Bad Affleck as Batman. Like, that's, that's fine. But I'm just, I'm just saying, from a business standpoint, I don't see how the average viewer is going to be like, wait, there's two there's two Batman, what's going on here? I immediately think of my grandmother. It's <laughs> like, if this happens, my grandmother will be confused. Because to her, it's just like, wait, why are there two Batman movies coming <laughs> at the same time? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, my God. I think they're all cracked. We confirmed. I think they're also on crack. Sources Can't close confirm. to a little bit of nerd can confirm that DC's on crack cocaine. <laughs> 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 you heard it here. First. In fact, they they might be,
1: you know, creating it, distributing. I, mean, I don't know. Who knows?
0: Are they? Are they just straight up? Is that the whole empire? Is it a fraud? That's what it is. Where's the real Batman coming in? Yeah. What's oh, he doing? Oh, baby.
1: The real Batman behind those, <laughs> behind those walls is flipping Coke.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Well, speaking of the real Batman, Keaton is hey. coming back, baby. Michael frickin' Keaton, the Birdman himself. Um, this is coming from The Rap. After 30 years, uh, Michael Keaton is in talks to return to the role of Batman to appear alongside Ezra Miller in Warner Brothers' upcoming movie, The Flash. Uh, the Rap has learned exclusively uh, that talks with Keaton are in very early stages. Um, so they just wanted, you know, it's a far from a sure thing, but I mean, if they're in talks, that means they're getting pretty close, you know what I mean? Uh, so that's pretty exciting news that if he actually does sign on, he would be air quote in that Ezra Miller Flash film if they still have Ezra Miller. So, (laughs) we'll see.
1: Um, so that makes me think that as like the Flash, you know, goes back in time. Yeah. Or he goes forward in time, I guess. sees an older An older Batman, insert Michael Keaton. That's where
0: I'm heading with it. Or they could do a cool thing where he's like Thomas Wayne Batman. Like he's real old and real gritty, you know what I'm saying? That'd be cool. I could see that going too. But I'm glad to just see Keaton back as Batman. That's fucking cool, man. So much Batman news. So many Batmans. All the Batmans all the time. (laughs) I I mean, this is not bad Batman news. No. Could be like all the Batman movies are canceled. That could be bad news.
1: I think... After this, people are going to be a little bit tired of Batman. I could be wrong, but... I agree. How long are they going to space these, you know, between the releases? What's going to... Like, are people going to respond to this Robert Pattinson, you know, better
0: than this... Wait, what did we call it? Bat flick? The Bat flick, yeah. (laughs) Is it a battle of uh, who did it better kind of thing? Oh, man. You bring up some interesting points, because you do have to think like what if people love Ben Affleck more than Robert Pattinson is that going to kill that whole idea if you know you know and vice versa is it going to rekill the DCEU if Pattinson's Batman is better received than um you know Ben Affleck doing his version of Batman cuz they're both kind of in the same vein they want it to be grittier and more detective style um so I don't I don't know it's 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 a weird time to be alive for for a DC fan it's also very exciting Um, And on a sidebar, I think we we do need to discuss the little bit of hypocrisy that's going on over at (laughs) at Warner Brothers. Because not long ago in that last podcast, we mentioned how they canceled Hartley Sawyer over uh, some old tweets off of the Flash TV show. Um, But here, Ezra Miller is still listed on IMDb as the Flash. And this man choked-slammed a female outside (laughs) of a bar. What what is Like... Someone explain that to me. How does that work?
1: Yeah, I thought the last time we spoke he was like
0: one foot out of the door already. That's what I that's what the world assumed because we have, you know, eyes and saw the <laughs> saw the video of him choking a fan outside of a ball like that's 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 you know, nail in the coffin for me if I'm Warner Brothers, but he's still listed on all the properties as the Flash, which is crazy. So I have a
1: question for you. Will you still go and, you know, see this in theaters?
0: I, dude, I'm wrestling with that, if I'm real honest. Like, I don't know if I can openly support a, a company that's still... Like, it's... Okay, here's the thing. I don't partake in cancel culture. I think it's foolish, I think, to bring up old tweets or to just do something off of allegations, blah, blah. I have more opinions. There's something at the bottom. We'll get to it later. Anyway. Uh, but here's the thing with Ezra Miller. That shit is on video, and it's confirmed. There's evidence. There's no getting out of that one. Like, that dude is down for the count, right? Right. Uh, Old tweets and everything else, that one to me is a bit silly. That's a bit silly to me to do that. Um, Also, technically, he is legally protected from that because it's private. uh, Well, I mean, Twitter and Facebook are technically not private, but um, there's a First Amendment clause in there that you can read about um, that technically you can't be fired from your place of work over over, uh, Facebook and stuff like that. Really? Um, But anyway... Um. Or well, some companies. Some that. companies have it. Some companies don't. So I assume maybe maybe you know Warner Brothers doesn't technically have it. But there's a bunch of uh, institutions and stuff like that that have that clause in there. So well, good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um. But anyway, on on this I don't. It would be really hard for me to say yes to going to see the Flash movie. I. That's one I would not want to give my money to willingly. That's when I'd happily wait until it's on VOD or you know do some other activities in order to see it instead of financially supporting that film. Um, Cause I just don't I think agree. that's appropriate to have him still in the movie. If uh, that answers your question.
1: That does answer my question. Thank you. Yeah, uh,
0: Long winded, but I'm sorry. I just, I have to get all the thoughts out, out there.
1: <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with it. You it, take all the time you
0: need with your thoughts. Oh my God. You, you sweet silly banana. <laughs> you. <laughs> You little sheriff. How dare you? All oh, right. It is
1: interesting, though, if they if they will actually you know make a move about it.
0: Do I don't something. see how they get out of it, honestly. Because if they don't, there's going to be so much backlash. Like, it's going to be insane. Oh, they're on crack, though. You got to remember that.
1: They are. Yes, I forgot. So, they're on 100% crack. 100% confirmed they yeah, are they're on, on crack.
0: crack. They're on crack. You got to remember that. <laughs> anyway... Um going back into the Marvel realm. Uh we took a little break there, but we're coming right on back. Recently, the heir to Captain America himself, Anthony Mackie has been very vocal about racial disparities amongst Marvel's casting crew and or Marvel's casting and crew choices. Um we need to pump the brakes a little bit here, Anthony, all right? But I'm going to read this whole thing that I typed out and, and con- to give you context, all right? So Mackie's yeah, been I humble about uh the role he's the role of taking, you know, the mantle as Captain America. Um, for example, this was like a little script that he did with, an, uh, I think it was another promotional, you know, thing for us another movie he's got coming out. And he, somebody got asked about, hey, how do you feel about playing Captain America in that new uh, Disney Plus show coming out and all that. Um, and he said the following. <clears throat> it is monumental. I mean, to have Marvel select a young black man in America to represent the moniker of Captain America is, is unprecedented. Uh, there's nothing that can compare to that. There's... It... It moves me not only to my kids to get to see a black man as Captain America, but for all their friends, white, black, Latino, and Asian, um, can see me or can see a black man as Captain America. Um, So that was him, like in May, right? Very humbled about it, thinks it's great, um, and it's like a positive thing. But the switch apparently flipped between May and July. Don't know why it switched, but it switched uh, to where he followed with this statement in a more recent interview uh, where he said, it really bothered me that I've done several Marvel movies where every producer, every director, every stunt person, every costume designer, every PA, every single person has been white. Um, He went on to say that um, that's more racist than anything else. Uh, If you can only hire the black people for the black movie, are you saying they're not good enough when you have a mostly white cast? And in that, he was referring to Black Panther, uh, seeing as most of the cast and the crew were actually African-American employees. Thoughts and speculations, Mr. Bill?
1: I think he has a point with what he's saying in the second uh, the second quote you, uh, you read out there. It makes sense. Like, if we're doing Black Panther, which is about a black character, and most of the cast is going to be black, if not all of it. So, it's strange to me that you have people who are working behind the scenes, like the crew are all black people, but then in these other movies they're So I guess let's take it from the perspective of myself and yourself. We have no idea what goes on set of these movies. You know what I mean? For sure. So we aren't, we aren't there to see if there are, you know, black people, Hispanic people, Asian people actually, you know, doing work behind the scenes. If there's not, then I think that's a big issue. So I can understand where he's coming from. And with, you know, the BLM stuff and everything that's happening around the nation and our world right now, it doesn't surprise me that this is a time where he would come out and make a statement like this. Yes. I guess you could look at it as... Marvel needs to listen. Rather than just hear what he's saying, they need to actually listen and... They need to do something about it if it is an issue. If it's good if he's saying something, you know, because we need it. For <laughs> we sure. definitely need change if it, if it needs to be there.
0: For sure, and I agree with your statement 100%. The only part that's a little silly to me is the is you know, I kind of think about it on the other end too. It's like um it's a, it's a similar argument to uh why there aren't more black coaches in the NFL, right? Um and the simple fact is no one cares if you're black, white or purple in the NFL. They'll hire you if you're good at your job and you win and then you'll stay there. That's how that works. That's um, how it should be. <laughs> that's that's just kinda how that works. And Hollywood is a little different because there has been since segregation tons and tons and tons of, you know, racial disparity when it comes to be either casting black people or you know, especially typecasting black people too, because for a long time we gotta remember that when you saw a black person in the movie, they were always the stereotype black person. They were always playing a thug. They were playing a rapper. They were playing an athlete. You know what I mean? Um, Always. And so the other side of that is, in in terms of you know casting the you know the crew and everything, if it's really deliberate and there's evidence of it being deliberate, I I love it. Speak up more, Anthony Mackie. Say all the things. Um, but to just imply that you know that Marvel overall is is lacking diversity is a little silly to me. I mean, they just. They've been they've they've hit the hit, go woke get broke notion. I mean, otherwise we wouldn't have gotten a Captain Marvel movie. Period. Um, we wouldn't have awesome other female characters like Wasp and um, the girl from Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm forgetting her name right now for some reason.
1: Oh, Damn it. um, Damn it. oh, shoot,
0: G, I think.
1: Wait, the main character?
0: No, the the uh, his level... Gamora, that's what it is. We wouldn't have like you know Gamora and all those other people in there and and stuff like that. Now I do agree with that last part. I think it, it's absolutely more racist to just hire the black people for the black movie. That's ridiculous. I did not know that was a thing. Yeah. That's how like, racist. that's kind of ridiculous. Um, but as far as like not having enough black people, as far as the stunt crew and everything else um, around for, you know, other movies, that is a little silly to me, because if you're hiring a stuntman to stunt for a black actor, they obviously should be black. There's no getting around that. There's no, like, oh, we can do it with CGI. Like, like no, do more research and find a black stunt person. They exist. They're out Couldn't there. Couldn't agree more. Um, and all that, so... Yeah, the only part about that, that was a little silly for me was, you know, like I said earlier, it's just like to to assume that Marvel overall has, has lacked diversity to that point is a little silly, especially with how they've moved with, you know, casting and choices and all that kind of They're literally developing Shang-Chi to get more Asian ethnicities out in the world with their platform now. And um, I think what Mackie do- also doesn't understand is that for Marvel to get to this point, they had to play the game, right? They had to get this chain of 10 years of successful movies to be able to do whatever the fuck they want. And now they're at that point where they can. They can make a Shang-Chi movie. They can make a She-Hulk series. They can make a black-led Captain America Winter Soldier team-up show on Disney+. Plus. Like, they can do all this stuff because they put the work in beforehand. So I feel like, as much as I agree, we have to take a step back and realize, like, this has been a process from the jump. Like, Kevin Feige has thought about these things from... Day one. Like, there's no way. Otherwise, it wouldn't work. So,
1: yeah. And they're doing well with it. I haven't... I mean, I haven't seen anything personally that attacked Marvel as far as, like, a race relation or, you know, a diversity issue within within the company itself, so...
0: And to be honest, like, as far as, like, looking at Marvel movies, I would almost argue that they as far as movies go, they have more diversity. Like, I see more, like, ethnicities in Marvel movies than I ever have in any other superhero movie, if I'm gonna be completely honest about it. Like, Man of Steel was mostly white people. Mm -hmm. Like, I know they were in Kansas, but, I mean, aside from Lawrence Fishburne and maybe one other general in the movie, like, those were the only two black dudes. Like, everybody else was a white person, you know? And, like, Batman was the same way. Barely saw any black or, you know, other ethnicities in the Dark Knight trilogy. Like, that kind of stuff. So, um... So, yeah, Gotham, I think Gotham's a big city, man. That's what I'm There's saying. There's a lot of people. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I just thought it was a little silly, but I could, you know, like you pointed out, I definitely see where he's coming from and why he's saying it, especially because of the time that we're in. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a little weird. Staying on the uh, the DC train. Man, this is a, we should just, yeah, again, DC DC on crack, I think, is a fitting <laughs> title. On, like, <laughs> this, is, this is a lot of DC news in this. They, they're not having a great uh, stretch here the last couple of weeks. But anyway, on to DC TV stuff, otherwise known as Jalen Talks About The Flash because Arrow got moved to Thursdays and now it's over and I'm sad and there's no more shows at all because of COVID, so god, god damn it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, DC Universe is the uh, the Marvel, equi- or the, I guess the, the equivalent to Disney Plus You know, Marvel stuff. It's, it's their version of doing the superhero streaming service. Um, but it's looking like it's possibly dead in the water. Despite the success of its most recent show, Stargirl, the service apparently does not have a long shelf life. Uh, Bilky, uh, you might hear about this news or whatever. I know you're not really into the the superhero show stuff or like the DC Universe streaming service. Is it shocking to you that this streaming service might go down? Because it's pretty young. it only It's only been out for like two years. It is shocking to me. I know I don't watch a
1: lot of the shows, but there's something for everyone like not too long ago i was in a youtube rabbit hole watching the animated justice league and i was just watching random clips trying to put like piece the story together and i was thinking to myself fuck i want to watch this (laughs) where can i watch this and you told me dc universe and granted i didn't subscribe to it yet but it makes me sad knowing that i won't be able to in the future so I imagine that there are things for any DC or superhero fan to watch on that service. It's surprising that it, it could be going under.
0: It's true, and they have they have those movies on there. They have all the old shows we used to watch are on there, like the Justice League and the Justice League Unlimited. Um, Young Justice is on there too, um, and they've also produced like some really like dope shows, like Titans and Swamp Thing. And um, I know. Um, uh, shoot, what's the, I, I remember the other one. A uh, Doom Patrol is the other one that's really huge, and it's got Cyborg in it and stuff. Um, and now, Stargirl, which, to be honest, uh, the the trailers did not help this show at all. I thought it looked awful. I, I thought it looked god-awful. Uh, but I started watching it, and then um, the first episode, I see Luke Wilson, and I'm like, hold on a second. He was not in any of these trailers <laughs> beforehand. It was all about the main actress. Um, but it's great. It's got a lot of these deep-cut like just a society of America characters and it's modern and they're trying to kind of mesh the two worlds together because the JSA was during like the, the golden or silver age comic era. So like, um, 50s, 60s. So, uh, a lot of those kind of themes were in there, but they've brought it to modern day and it's a really interesting take. Um, so watch it before it goes, I guess, if you want to try yeah. to watch star girl. Um, but hot take, here we go. I've had several before and I'm pretty accurate. Okay. Already. What we know about Justice League, right? And HBO Max. I think the last podcast I talked about their little debacle of having all these DC movies move off of HBO Max or HBO Max as part of their marketing tool, right? So what do you do? What do you do, Bill? I don't know. Enlighten me. What do you do? You buy the DC streaming service properties, all of them. You get them all. Guess where they're going? HBO Max they is your dc stuff hbo i think is going to take a monopoly on dc properties that's my hot take and put it on their streaming services so that could be why uh dc universe is going down i love it you know makes a lot of sense they're promoting the hell out of the you know the schneider cut and um they're gonna have a i think i think there's a show as well that the hbo max is producing for dc as well so
1: yeah hype in the chat dude pog (laughs) i love hbo i'm about i'm about it they gave us I'm Game so of Thrones, baby.
0: I mean, they know what they're doing. Kind of. Yeah, they know what they're doing. <laughs> they're anyway, legends. They are legends. But anyway, let's move right along to get you some anime. Yo! Yo! It's that part of the show where Bilky gives you some lovely anime news recommendations or things that he's viewed in the world of all things Japanese and 2D animation. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, what do you got for us? Well...
1: I haven't watched anything new yet because I'm still watching Bleach. Oh, excellent. But it is getting spicy. Oh, baby. <laughs> oh, my goodness, let me tell you. <laughs> it's at that point now where the main enemy kind of assembled all of his troops, and then the protagonist and his side and all the people that come along with that, they are in the same location, and it has been decided that his you know, hands are about to be thrown. Oh, my God. Like, it's going oh, down. Jesus.
0: Don't you love when the arc gets there in an anime? Like, oh, uh, you yes, you just feel it in your bones. Like, oh my fucking god! Like it's yeah, happen. dude.
1: She's like fucking finally, <laughs> I get to see it. Because <laughs> they, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love a good training arc. I love watching them, you know, get swollen. And it's just it's go time. But nothing beats whenever it, you know the gauntlet is thrown. No. So nothing. It. I've seen like I guess. The lower tier fighters do their thing in their one-on-ones, and now we're getting to the big boys, and it's about, you know, there's a death on the way. Yeah. You can just taste it. You can smell it in the water. <laughs> I can feel it. <laughs> deep in <laughs> You really can, dude. And in going. animes. I don't know what it is, but they never hesitate to just cripple your emotions.
0: Dude, no. I mean, I watched one episode of Hunter Hunter with y'all on Discord, and I was just... Uh, when he looks back before he boots him out of the fucking planet's <laughs> atmosphere, <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, my God. It's insane, dude. You know what I mean? Like, it's just that those little subtle things that I really don't think American animated shows get that often. We have one. It's Avatar. Like, that's it. Um, it is a damn good one, though. It's it's a good one. But that's like literally the only one that we've ever produced. And we're like, yeah, we did the motion stuff like the Japanese do. Like, that's it. Yeah. Um,
1: I have a little bit different takes this week. What did you, Jalen, think of Demon Slayer? My god, man.
0: Let me, let me just put it to you this way, listeners. I've, I've watched... <laughs> listen. I've watched some anime recommendations from Sir Bill before, but never, and I mean never, have I fiend like a heroin addict to get more of an anime than I did when I completed my viewing of Demon Slayer. I could not stop. Watching this show, at all, I couldn't do it. It's hard. And I, it's I, had, hard. I had work. I had to figure. I was like, "How do I watch it at like during my work hours where I'm on call and also, <laughs> you know, do do my stuff?" Like it was so brilliantly written and brilliantly, brilliantly animated. I mean, my God,
1: I can't imagine gorgeous?
0: the front like the framework as a digital artist on that had to be like the hours had to be crazy. I can't.
1: The way they get the water to move so fluently. And...
0: It's beautiful. And all the, you know, as he's going up, you know, through the, the the different levels of the villains, I forget what the actual name of them is called, the clan. Um,
1: oh, I don't remember yeah, either they, right now, to be honest. But, you, know,
0: you know what I mean? As he's climbing up through all these people to get to the main villain of the show, um, <clears throat> like, they, I felt like they were very creative in making, making the obstacle different with every villain. And how he over, how uh, the main character overcomes them in every episode. It's like very. The drums were interesting, weren't they? The drums, I was that was crazy. I'm like, it's this big hulting, hulking dude, but he ain't throwing hands. You know what I mean? Like, it's such an interesting design choice to do it that way. I thought. Um, so yeah, no, Demon Slayer was phenomenal. I. I just sat up in my chair screaming Nani from the top of my lungs that that's all we got because I wanted to see the start of the fire arc a little bit. Uh, right. Like to, I have some theories and hot takes that are probably right on nose what we're going to get in the movie. Like, I, I'm for sure that his dad was a fire breather, for sure. I had to have. Had to. That's the only way he dies early as a, as a very in shape uh, warrior like that.
1: And he's got that
0: scar? Yep. That's exactly what happened. Uh, he's
1: fucking Prince Zuko. He is Prince Zuko.
0: That is a fact. <laughs> um and his sister is also a, a total badass are you freaking kidding me dude like nezuko can totally controls her demon capabilities and now he's like showing the world a new possibility of like how demons can coexist like it's it's crazy bro i mean
1: what'd you think of her demon art whenever she set bro. that blood on fire oh and exploded it or whatever.
0: <laughs> Dude, when, they, when that scene happened, and I was like, "Oh my god, she's gonna get her blood art. She's gonna get her blood. She's gonna get her blood art. Oh my god, just, yes, just." Yes. Because to that point, they hadn't. They'd only talked about blood art. They hadn't actually like shown that many different ways of it or whatever. But like, it's it was just hinted at. And then you know that's the thing with anime too. When they hint at stuff, the payoff is usually right on. Like you feel that in your soul. And that's what happened in that one moment when she had to help her brother, and all of a sudden discovered her blood art at the same time. I was like, "Oh my god, Looking <laughs> my <beautiful>. emotions, fucking <laughs> beautiful!" I can't believe it. It was it was actually <laughs> insane. Oh. It is
1: so good, dude. I love the show. I couldn't get enough of it, and I still, I still yearn for more. <sighs> dude,
0: what, what, how long are we along now? Did the COVID wreck this too? The 2020 wreck <laughs> our demon slayer? <laughs>
1: I don't know, but I'm going to be pissed if it did. That is one I will not tolerate. I'm
0: so salt, man. If, if I have to wait longer to get more demons later, I will be salt. So help me, Jesus. <laughs> so
1: help me, God. <laughs> I will
0: end something. Bro, you will see me unlock the ninth gate on your ass if I have to wait any longer. And
1: Thank I don't us. blame you, dude. I do not blame you. This is... This is something the world's been needing and wanting. It's a win for us as yes. a, you know, the human race. We need something positive. <laughs> Please. Oh God! And I think that releasing this demon slayer movie is the ticket.
0: You damn right. You damn right. It's something you can do from home. You know, you got digital art now. It's, it's a thing. You can totally have the animation and animators work on it. You know, it can be done. Make it happen. We deserve it. We want it. We need it now. <laughs>
1: But, shoot, I don't know. Um, I don't really have any new recommendations this week. You know, I guess just go out and try an anime. If there's one that you've been scrolling past and you're not sure and you're just like,
0: well, hmm,
1: maybe, just watch it.
0: Yes, and let us know which one you watched on our Twitter page at L B O N Podcast. Yes, yeah, do about, it. How about that segue? You like mm. that? You like, did you like That's that? That's a good plug right oh, there. Mm, mm. like it. Too. Yes. <laughs> Quality over quantity. That's
1: That's how we roll. That's how we get down over here at LBN, LBON
0: podcast. You go damn right. On to video game news. Now, this is going to move into more of an editorial for me because it's just, uh, it's something that I find kind of crazy. And it's like, how can this be happening again? Like, did we not learn anything from the first time that a movement like this happened? And we begin. So it's I titled it a Me Too sequel amongst internet celebrities because that's basically what it is, but that, that's the TLDR. So this has happened over the last three or four weeks. I don't know if you've heard anything about it. Um, it's mainly Twitch, but I think I think one or two YouTube stars are also kind of um, getting outed about it as well. Uh, yes. Most, most notably from YouTube is Sean Dawson. Like he's been called like a child predator, which is insane. Um, but there is some. Pretty solid evidence of some of his old videos from way back in the day uh, of him and his cousin uh, and stuff like that and the things he was saying were not you know even for a teenager that's just that's just not normal behavior you know what I mean like you say you fucked up shit when you're a teenager but that's the stuff he was saying, I, yeah I've you know? seen some of the shit with him it's yeah it's, it's uh, not okay that's not a, that's not a thing but anyway <clears throat> a recent movement against sexual assault. Has largely impacted several online stars, and this is ranging from multiple platforms such as YouTube and most notably Twitch. It is to be noted that a large number of these are just allegations. However, the services, uh, services have acted quickly to demonetize and even ban these users. And in the case of Twitch, they have not strayed away from banning some of their most prominent and noted streamers like that of Dr. Disrespect, who just signed a new deal with the platform in May. Uh, Dr. Disrespect's ban was sudden and has not gotten any further information on the case, but sources close are saying that it is a big deal as to the reason for the harshness uh, in which Twitch has acted. Uh, This has led to some rumors uh, to be spread about Dr. Disrespect possibly having something further than an allegation, um, as these events have occurred in a similar time frame, but there's not anything coming out right now. And so far on Twitch, as we noted, they're going after everyone. Like, if if they've got an, an accusation, they're... They're shutting it down. Say no to Rage has been shut down. Tom Pro the Castle down and Henry G are the um, the streamers involved. And then even a the Twitch executive, Hassan Bakri, has also been outed as a sexual assault predator. Jesus. Um. So this brings me to my the question that I think is an interesting discussion uh, since we are in the media and all those kinds of things. We talked about cancel culture a little bit earlier. Uh, do we need to cancel people solely off the basis of an allegation? That's the, that's the elephant question that no one wants to talk about or have opinions about. Um, and as men, we're all cancel. Going
1: be, I'm going to say, no, I am a believer in innocent until proven guilty. Yes. I think that needs to hold firm.
0: I am as well. And I think it's, you know, it's sensitive because it's sexual assault, right? And it's like sexual harassment stuff, right? Exactly. Um, and I think the great thing that me too did was finally get people aware of the issue in Hollywood. Not that people weren't, but like no one was saying anything and that was terrible and people were enabling it, which is terrible. But now it's just like not a thing. Um, I mean, it's still happening. I shouldn't say it's not a thing. That's bad. Um, but it's, it's more like people are more aware of it than they used to be, which I think is good. That's what progress is supposed to be. Um, but to, but we uh, the devil's advocate to it is, though, we've gotten to a point now where literally just having your name along that line of allegation is going to end the career. And I don't know how fair that really is for people. Uh, even if you're a female, too. Like, this isn't just a male-versus-female thing. This is just in general. Like, if you are accused of that, uh, people are losing jobs, people are losing incomes, all this kind of stuff. Um... So I see the, you know, I see the one side from sexual assault victims because the argument that, well, they don't have evidence. Of course they're not going to have fucking evidence, dude. Like, if you just got sexually assaulted, you're not walking down to the police station that day. You know? Nine times out of ten sexual assault victims take a shower and they are traumatized so they don't say a goddamn thing to anyone. Um which is why <laughs> which is why you know this has gotten to where it is where the allegation itself is causing people to get you know um, you know to lose their jobs and stuff and you know, we absolutely should take you know serious consideration and listen to victims. Um, but we should also take serious consideration, and investigate super hard into you know, if their stories line up as well because I'm also with you on the overall point of that. I do not think that people should be getting canceled over an allegation. I think that's a bit silly. Um, I agree. But if her story lines up, or his story, I should say, lines up, and, you know, there's enough from the story itself, we don't need, you know, physical evidence, but you can time and track people. It's not hard to do those things with modern technology. If they're saying that it happened at this time and... From what they remember, it was this, this, and this. um And there might be a eyewitness or two. We can go with that. We don't need to be telling women that, you know, because they took a shower and washed the evidence off their body that they don't have a case. That's just silly and ridiculous. I agree. Also, people another, who are
1: making those choices are to like, I guess that's the the policy. I guess that they follow. Well, you I mean, know, where they're the like, law, okay, right? why didn't you? You have yeah. to have
0: evidence to convict somebody. It's
1: insane. But...
0: You know, like, what, how rational is that? You're expecting someone that just went through a traumatic experience to be that rational be like, you know what, someone's, you know, uh, bodily fluids are still inside of me from a sexual assault. Let me just, you know, go walk and not act traumatized for 10 minutes to, you know, get this all recorded down. And And then get to the
1: police station and wait and... Yeah. Come on.
0: And even then, sometimes the cases don't even go all the way through, which I think is silly. Um and ridiculous for women and men also let's not forget men men get raped as well um, yes they do so yeah it's uh it's insane but this is the world we live in and i just wanted to make sure that we covered it because we do have a video game segment it was twitch and that is one of the biggest video <clears throat> game places that we talk about most frequently and dr disrespect I mean, there's when, no when news on broke, the doc man when but that broke i was like what the hell is going on that's apparently
1: the- he doesn't even know
0: yeah which is insane. And they told him on stream. Like in the middle of a the stream, they just emailed him and said, hey, see ya. <laughs> like, what?
1: Yeah, if you watch his last stream, you can see his body language change and everything. He reads that email and he just kind of, the tone drops. He kind of thanks a couple people, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he does. And then, adios. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see you never. So it makes me wonder, is Doc going to switch platforms? Because there's a rumor about him, Ninja, and Shroud, maybe, switching to a new independent streaming platform. Don't know if that's the case, um, but it would be interesting. What do you think about that? Would you Do you think a lot of people would switch and drop Mixer, Twitch, YouTube, whatever it may be, and jump to this new one if they have some big names behind it?
0: Absolutely. I think if... You know, if some if if those three were involved in actually like creating the platform, um, especially with the streak that Twitch is on over not banning people like Pokemane and Alinity for abusing TOS and copyright strikes on people, um, then absolutely, I think there'd be a huge jump over to their platform because it's like Twitch is ridiculous with their with their handling of cases that shouldn't even be close. Like they have. TOS guidelines, and they have several people that violate these guidelines, but because they're big name Twitch partners, they get a pass. And that's not that's not how that works. That's not how jobs work at all. If you violate something that's in your TOS at your job, you get fired or you get suspended. <laughs> that's that's how that works. I don't care if your name's Pokimane I don't care how many of the uh, the Twitch staff you've blown in the last twenty hours. Oh, that is a uh, that is how that works. And to not do so. Leads to other assumptions, like the one I just made. So, like, if you're, you know, and so people know this, so if they did make another platform, I guarantee you that people would hop over. I would hop over. I'd double stream over there. Are you kidding me? Um, Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely would. I think it would be a good idea to have those three do it because they've seen the highest and the lowest of lows of Twitch as a platform. So,
1: And Twitch could be great.
0: Could be. Could be. I mean... For creatives, it's it's fine. I don't see much, except for body painting. Body painters are kind of getting
1: hit, yeah, that's but, a
0: little on the on the fence. But here's my thing with body painters, dude. Like half of them are even good. Like there are three that I can actually watch body paint because they're actually good at it. And then the other ones are just like you know thighs. Like they're like, oh, uh, I'm here to body paint. I'm like, no, no, you're not. <laughs> Oh no, you're not. You're here for the Sims. You're here for the cash. Like, do you, girl. But, like, just, you know, if you're going to do that, might as well just be a cam girl. <laughs> the OnlyFans money <laughs> is nice from that's what a I can say, hear. That's a, you know, chatterbait. It's out there. You know, do your thing. Oh, <laughs> like Omega? You remember Omega <laughs> and Chatroulette back in the yeah. day? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That but anyway. Fun. Oh, man. Well, Bilky, we've reached that part of the show. Oh, my. If you know what I mean. I think I do. My, Bilky, you're gonna, when God's name is going, I woke up this morning, alright, I'm going through my emails, all normal-like, you know what I mean, you know, you have all your right. coffee, you have your biscuit, you know, you have your delicious moon cheese spread all over the biscuit while it's nice and warm, and it melts like a cascade over these mountainous hills of flavor, and then all of a sudden, I get an email from y'all saying there's gonna be two Batman potentially in the future? Two? It's chaos. It's absolute chaos. It's ridiculous. What the hell's going on here? <laughs> Stop <laughs> free if you want to read where we we'll give you some comic book reading recommendations and Netflix stuff to watch. I just watched the most interesting show on Netflix, Doki, and I tell you what, it was a hell of a good time. Tell me. Tell show, me more. The show was called Warrior Nun. I don't know if you've seen it on there. Or, like, a trailer for it at all. I have not heard of this. It literally is what the title said. It is, it is comic book action and Catholicism and stuff. It's wonderful.
1: Wait, like, comic book action and Catholicism? Catholicism. Really? <laughs>
0: yes. I'll send you a trailer for it. Um, but apparently it's from this really, really old book or comic book series that was in, out in, like, the like 70s or 80s or something like that that somebody found and wanted to produce into a, a Netflix show. Um, it follows this girl Ava. She was uh, paralyzed as a, a child from a car accident, and then she gets resurrected and brought to life by the order of the, the or the order of the Crucible of Christ and stuff. It, it's the nunnery. Um, they what? Do, yes, she gets resurrected by uh, uh, Adriel's halo is what they use to uh, become the next warrior nun. So that's kind of where the story picks a off a warrior but, nun. But I swear, I swear, <laughs> dude. And uh, and all that kind of stuff. So the show was interesting. The actresses and actors in it were very good. The performances were good. Um, so the only beefs I had with it were that I felt like every time the show gained momentum, it kind of stalled itself for no reason. Like we'd find out something really interesting about, um, you know, the Vatican and this kind of political warfare that's going on between the Cardinal be- trying to become the next Pope. And then we would get this weird tangent on Ava, who's the main character for, like, no reason. Um, That's how I
1: felt about Iron Fist.
0: Yeah. Like, it kind of had that vibe. Like, you could feel the show starting to kind of run and go with the stuff that it laid out, and then it just stops for a minute. And then it'd go again and it'd stop for a second. Um, but the action is awesome. The special effects in it are actually really good for a Netflix show. I was shocked, actually, because um, they have like a full CGI demon for like three episodes. And it's really, it looks good. Like, it looks solid. It's like, okay. Look at you guys. Uh, okay. oh, what's going on here? Learn yeah. how to animate over here. Okay. <laughs> Look at these texture maps. Oh, my God. These Anyways. texture <laughs> maps are weak. Um, but overall, and uh, also, they really botched the finale. That's the only part that I was really disappointed with, because it was getting to a really good spot. You know, Ava was starting to become this really likable and um, awesome character. And then, the, you know, the, the season finale does really let you down a lot because some shit... Oh, that's disheartening. Some shit does go down in that finale, but I think it's the last five minutes you're just like, wait, what? Wait, how, how, how do we just go here? You know? Um, but I do think it's worth a watch. I think it's a very interesting series, so I give it, you know, a, a soft see it. If you got the time and you want to check it out and you need some little action binge to go through, it's 10 episodes, quick watch, not a bad, not a bad time at all. Um, give it a go. Have fun. You know? <laughs> Knock yourself out, kid. Knock yourself out, kid. Do what you gotta do. Yeah. What about you, Mr. Bill? Um,
1: so, recently, I have seen this show called The Floor is Lava. I think that's what it's, it's insane, right? Yeah. Used to play this game as a child, you know, don't don't step on the the carpet, I guess. You throw the the couch cushions, all that other good shit on the floor. That's pretty much all this game is and so the water i guess is a warmer temperature you have teams of three that try and go through this obstacle course Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and then if they make it to the end kudos that's awesome if not they are um whatchamacallit i don't actually i don't know where they go i was thinking about this i was watching with my mom and my sister and whenever they would go underwater they would never come back up oh what So, I don't actually know where these people go when you're out, (laughs) but you're out and you go into the hot water. A little sus, if you ask me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Dude, what the heck? Okay.
1: But it looks cool, and then if you make it to the end, you get, like, $10,000 or something, you know, something cool like that.
0: All right. But
1: definitely check it out. It's It's kind of funny, because now, me being a very tall individual, I'm very confident i could just you know knock this thing out like there wasn't any issue <laughs> for sure but it's funny watching other people do it because it's like anything when you see an interview with someone on world star or i don't know like some jimmy fallon show where they go to, up to people on the street and they're like how many states are there and people panic right right that's kind of how i perceive it whenever i'm watching it it's okay maybe if i was kind of panicked what would i be thinking and, yeah dude people are dumb it's great yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn, four seven. Exactly. So
1: the floor <laughs> is lava. That's my recommendation for this the week. The
0: Floor is lava. Well, my God, Bill, we've done it yet again. Another podcast in the books for zero dollars and zero cents. How I just we're undefeated. But <laughs> Pat Mahomes rich, five hundred million in the bank. Ten years, crazy, rich. easy, no cap. Anyway, it's because we use a site called podcast.com. It's the best place to host your podcast because it has optimized search engine capabilities. And it's just got unlimited storage. It's, it's wonderful. You, you can't go wrong. You, you can just throw up, a you know, almost 50 episodes at this point to, to, for your podcast. And they're not going to say I mean, nothing. The,
1: there, when does it stop?
0: It doesn't. Never. Not once. Uh, we didn't recommend any comic books today. But if you uh, go back and listen to our old episodes or anything and you've wondered, where can I acquire maybe a digital copy or where can I get a, a print ordered Uh, You can use Comixology if you have an Amazon account uh, with a couple clicks of the button. You can set up your Comixology membership and, you know, get yourself some beautiful uh, Western comic or indie comic readings. They have manga as well on Comixology. whatever you like. It's beautiful. Whatever you want, really. It can be delivered right to you for your Amazon, Kindle, iPad, whatever. It doesn't (laughs) matter at all. Just use your electronic device. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, man. Well, you can reach us on our official podcast Twitter handle at LBONpodcast. The O is lowercase and the P is uppercase In case anyone else is confused, <laughs> I will link it below. Good God. Bilky, when do you stream? Because we are both now Twitch streamers. That's really the only other thing we need to promote. Um, Honestly, it's whenever I have my
1: days off, which changes dramatically. So turn on the notifications. <laughs> yes. And you all will know when I'm streaming.
0: And when, what is your Twitch handle for those of them that might want to come in and watch you play some Rocket League, a Valorant, or Sea of Thieves, or chess? It's, you know.
1: It's simple. It's ntYoshi.
0: Oh, my God! <laughs> How that, easy. I mean,
1: does it really? It doesn't get easier than it, that, honestly.
0: It really doesn't. It really doesn't at all. And if you like his profile picture, that was done by moi, and I stream on <laughs> Monday. Wednesday, Saturday, and sometimes Sunday. I'm still trying to figure out if I'm going to keep that or not. Um, anytime after 8 p.m. Central Time at Art by Jalen on Twitch. So come on by. Give us both some love, and we would love to have you. I really would. It's a wonderful time.
1: <laughs> we, have, we have
0: snacks. We have snacks. There's always <laughs> it's always a DJ. Kenny the Plug. It's always bumping the beats. Always. But don't do song requests with that man. Just let the flow hit you. Let it hit you good. Yes, we don't take requests, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Not one, damn it. Oh my god, well we will catch you on the next one, nerds. Have a good one. <laughs> in me whistle. in me whistle. Oh man, alright. three, two, one.